0: Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, Already in Progress. Everything good. (laughs) When you know deep down inside that there's not good and there's conflict here, but because you don't want to deal with it for whatever reason, you just try to ignore it. But let me tell you something, it's not just going to go away. People have wrongly taught that time heals all. Let me tell you something, folks, time is not a healer. There's only one healer, and his name is Jesus. He's the only one that heals. Time does not heal. I've said this before. Time does not heal. It only causes you to become comfortable with the pain. So the longer the time span, the more comfortable you are with the pain. But you're not healed. Because just introduce the person or just introduce the circumstance that caused you the pain, years later, you'll relive the pain because you're not healed. So it's not just going to go away. We have to face it. We have to deal with it. So some people ignore it. Okay, third. Third way some people handle conflict the wrong way is they simply whine about it. (laughs) Woe is me. Nobody understands me. Everybody's out against me. I'm just, I just, everybody just take it back. Oh, just whine, just whine, just whine, just whine. What are they trying to do? They're trying to get people on their side. Just whine about it. And really, people who whine about conflict want to make, want, want to, want to make everybody else miserable because they're miserable. So because I'm miserable, I'm going to try to make your, your life miserable because I don't want to deal with the conflict. Okay, praise the Lord. We only got two more. We only two more. <laughs> the fourth way that people handle conflict the wrong way is that they just surrender it. Surrender it. They just say, throw up their hands. Like, forget it. Okay, different than ignoring it, they just surrender. Okay, you win, you win. They attempted, they attempted some kind of resolution, but because they, they couldn't go through the process, they just say, hey, I forfeit, I surrender, you win. Okay, and then the fifth way uh, that people handle conflict the wrong way, is they, and I think this is probably the most prevalent way, is they just simply end it. They end it. What do I mean by that? They tell the person that they're in conflict with, and they say this, you go your way, I'll go my way, and we'll just end it. You hear what I'm saying? Just end it. And see, that's the wrong way to handle conflict. Because the the, the, the conflict came to destroy something, but it didn't have to destroy something. And see, many of us are cutting off relationships, because we don't know how to, and we handle conflict the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying? They just end it. Just walk away. So it ends up in severed friendships. It ends up in, uh, you know, uh, breakups. It, men- it ends up in divorces. It ends up in uh, children leaving home and, and, and never being reconciled because nobody wants to, to face the conflict and be real. I have some issues. You with me? And so uh, it's unfortunate. Again, I've seen some of this play out uh, with some people in this ministry uh, this year is that people just run away from conflict. Just run away from conflict. And sometimes people are running away from the very thing that God can use to grow them up. You ever had, uh, well, you know, uh, maybe not in your case, but, you know, there were times when uh, people would pick on uh, pick on people at school, and they come home to their parents, and they say, I don't want to go to school no more. And the parents say, no, you're going back to school. You're going back to school. You ain't sitting here all day. you going back to school. Now I don't want to go to school because so-and-so, so-and-so. Well, you need to stand up to so-and-so. Because what? The easy thing was just to end it. Just don't go to school no more. Right? But no, sometimes you got to face it. I'm not saying go out and punch the dude in the face. I'm just saying you have to face up the conflict. Because even in my own life, there was a guy who, who, uh, who was, he was just flat-out bully, just a flat-out bully. And he would just pick on you, pluck your ears, and just kind of, you know, pinch you and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, leave me alone. But just irritate Y'all know what I'm saying? Just irritate. And so he'd push you and all this kind of stuff, push you around. And, all this. and one day, I don't know what happened, just something came from my toes. <laughs> It came deep down. I mean, it was came far from far down. Some rolled, and I and I went face face to face, nose. I said, "You touch me again, I'm gonna punch you in your head." I didn't know if I was gonna really punch him or not. I'm just saying, I was fed up. I was fed up, and from that moment on, he never bullied me again. Never bullied me again. Just imagine if I not just stood up to the conflict it would have went on for much longer yeah ending it folks doesn't solve it because even if you end it you're still living with the issue you're still living with the pain because just because you don't have relationship with that person anymore doesn't mean the conflict is solved it just means you don't have to deal with it on a daily basis But it's still there. And you know what will happen if you don't fix it, if you don't work on it? It will show up in another arena. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So I want to help you today. I want to help you today. And so let's get into some James, James 4, James 4. Because I want to talk about how to remove the mask and handle conflict properly. How to remove the mask and handle conflict conflict properly. Okay? James chapter 4. Let me know when you get there, please. Yeah. Okay, James chapter 4. Listen to this. Listen to this. Our initial response to conflict is to blame somebody else. Okay, I got to wait until y'all get to James 4 so I can say that again. Because some of y'all have been Others, I'll say that again. I said our initial response To conflict is to blame somebody else. Isn't it amazing that it's always someone else? How can it always be someone else? Huh? That's our initial response. Really, that's our our initial response is when there's conflict, it's them. Those of you who are married, you ever had conflict in your marriage and you said it's him? It's her. I heard it over there. It's her. It's my husband. It's my wife. It's not me. And pastor, if you give me 10 minutes of your time, I'll explain to you. And you will probably agree with me that it's not me. It's them. Right. Cut off in traffic and have conflict with the person in front of you. But it's what? Them. They're the one who what? Cut you off. You ain't realized that you left the house 12 minutes too late. Thats right. And now you're trying to make up time, and they're just driving their normal routine, but it's them. Pastor, I, it's, it's, it's my supervisor. It's them. They get on my nerves. I need a new job. It's them. Notice that the first response is to blame. It's the pastor. (laughs) I ain't do nothing wrong. It's the pastor. He's so mean. James 1. Let's look at this. Because James deals with this. Look at here in verse number 1. James 4, verse number 1. You there? Look at this in the message translation. Where I'm going to stop at this question. Where do you think all these appalling wars and quarrels come from? In other words, James is asking the question where do you think all these conflicts come from? He said, Do you think they just happen? Think again. Uh oh, uh oh. They come about because you want your own. He says, where do these conflicts come from? You think they just show up out of nowhere? No, they come because you want your own way and fight for it deep inside yourselves. Just think. Just think about it now. Just think about it. Whenever we we get into conflict, just think about it. Let's, Let's break it down. Whenever we enter conflict, isn't it because someone or something didn't, didn't give me what I wanted? Ah, right. oh, Hunter neighbor said, we're trying to experience life for real. Come on, tell me. We're trying to experience life for real. No, think about it, Think about it. When you When you are at odds with someone, isn't it around something that you wanted to happen your own way? And when they didn't sanction it and when they didn't, when they, and wait, they didn't follow through with it, now you have conflict with them because you didn't give me what I what? Wanted. Oh, Lord. Come on. Think about it. Think about it. Now, I need y'all. To, I need y'all to help me today because I, I, I know you have locked in your mind that you ain't had nothing to do with the conflict you're in. <laughs> I know you have that locked in your, I need you to unlock that today. I need you to unlock it and hear what I'm saying and at least listen to me and see if there's some merit to what I'm saying. Because I know there there are some that walk around with a victim mentality and they have done nothing wrong. And everybody is doing it against them and they're just innocent in all of it. And that's impossible. Hey man. He said, it, it come about because you want your own way. Oh, Lord. Next verse says, you lust for what you don't have and are willing to kill to get it. You want what isn't yours and will risk violence to get your hands on it. You wouldn't think of just asking God for it, would you? And why not? Because you know you be asking for what you have no right to. You are spoiled children. Each wanting your own way. Woo, come on, praise break, y'all. Praise break. Praise break. Come on, lift your hand. Say hallelujah. Come on, lift your hand. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? He says, it's something that you want so bad that you'll kill to get it. That you'll use violence to get it. Now, what, what he's implying here, I don't believe, is physical violence. I don't think he's implying here that you'll end up stabbing somebody or shooting somebody or killing somebody physically. But you know what? We can kill people with our words. We can talk so bad about a person that we're in conflict with that we kill them in our own eyes and we try to kill them in other people's eyes. Let me tell you what so-and-so did. Let me tell you how rude they were. Let me tell you they just stabbed me in my back. Let me tell you how ruthless they are. And what are you doing? You're, trying, you're killing their character in the eyes of other people. And so now we have people reluctant to get into relationships with others because what you said to them about them. Amen. And the scripture says, why didn't you even ask God about it? Why come you didn't ask God for what you wanted? Why? Because you know you'd have been asking for something you ain't have a right to. Because the whole conflict is because if something didn't go your way. Praise the Lord. So let me leave you with four points today. Let me leave you with four points today. (laughs) Everybody okay? All right, four points. Praise God. To be able to remove the mask and handle conflict properly. First and foremost, you need to look within yourself. Look within yourself. Listen to this. See if you agree with it. We're tough on people, but we're light on ourselves. We hold others accountable, but not ourselves. If somebody else miss, misses a deadline for you, oh, man, oh, man, you don't understand how important this was. I was dependent on you. You just then messed everything up. You missed a deadline? Oh, I was busy. Yeah, right? Oh, I'll get to it tomorrow. Okay, how come it wasn't as important to you to meet your deadline? As you made it for somebody else, cause you didn't get something your own way. <laughs> ah, let's go to Matthew. See what Jesus said about this whole thing. Oh, glory to God! Y'all want to know what Jesus said about it? Okay, somebody saying, "Help me, Jesus, help me." <laughs> he will, he will. Matthew seven, please. Matthew seven. <laughs> Ah, oh, glory to God. Matthew 7, and we're going to look at this in the uh, message translation. I believe we're going to start at verse number 1. Yes, it says, don't pick on people. Jump on their failures. Criticize their faults. Unless, of course, you want the same treatment. That critical spirit has a way of a, a boomeranging. I don't know if that's a word or not, but it's in Scripture. <laughs> it's easy to see a smudge on your neighbor's face and be oblivious to the ugly sneer on your own. Amen. Do you have the nerve to say, let me wash your face for you when your own face is distorted by contempt? <laughs> It's this whole, here we go, masquerade. It's this whole traveling road show mentality all over it again. Perform based upon who you're in front of. Playing a holier than thou part instead of just living your part. He says, wipe that ugly sneer off your face and you might be fit to offer a washcloth to your neighbor. Woo-hoo. Glory to God. Talking about removing the mask, doing life for real. He says, he says, don't pick on other people, don't criticize their faults, don't jump on their failures unless you want the same treatment. Because see, we gotta understand, folks. There's a principle: whatever a man sows. That's what it's going to read. King James says, who are you t- to say that, uh, to-, to ask a person to remove the plank, um, the-, 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 the little stick in, your eye, in their eye when you got a big plank in yours? Amen. In other words, we got to first look within ourselves. Okay, what's in me, what's going on in me that causes me to lash out at you? What's going on in me that causes me to react this way when you do that? Amen. See, but the last place we want to look is within. Amen. The last place we want to look is in the mirror. Amen. Amen. But what did uh, MJ say years ago? I'm with starting with the man the mirror. Oh, Yeah. What, I'm asking him to what? Change his ways. Now come on back, come on back, come on back. Some, some of y'all left, some of y'all like. Uh, if you wanna make the way, I'm about the place, gotta look at yourself and make a change. I, I, I seen y'all, I seen y'all. So come on back, tell your neighbors, say, come on back. Y'all went, boy, y'all went there that fast, Pound. Come on boy, well, what's our first one? We got to look within what ourselves. Listen, to this and this will help you. This is help you. I want you to think about this. We judge, we tend to judge others. Oh, excuse me, we tend to judge ourselves by our intentions, however, we judge others by their actions. I want you to think about that. We tend to judge ourselves by what we intend on doing. But we judge others by what they do. It's an unfair judgment. Unfair judgment. So number one is what? Look within ourselves. Okay, number two. For a second point on how we can remove the mask and handle conflict properly, we got to talk to God first. Talk to God first. Listen to this. Just Make it a habit to go to God before you go to people. Amen. You, ever had, you ever had something hit you and boy, whoo, it makes you go from a zero to a hundred in a half a second? I mean, just think of an email that came across and that email was saying some things that didn't register with you the right way and boy, you are like, tack, 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 tack. Come on, ain't that right? Ba-da-da-da-da. You want to get what? What are you trying to do? Defend yourself. So this point is just asking, hey, talk to God about it. God, okay, okay, pause. Okay, God, how would you like me? How would you like for me to respond to this? Because I'm telling you, I'll, I'll put myself out there. I've, I've, I've gotten some emails. I've gotten some texts. And I've, I've actually typed out the text. Reread it. Make sure there were no grammatical errors. <laughs> <laughs> Made sure it flowed properly. I said, like, "Yeah, that, that that gets my point across." <laughs> now I think of another sentence, and I've had it all written out. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, I just on the inside of me. I just all of a sudden just sense on the inside of me. Okay, okay, wait a minute. Don't send that yet. Don't send that yet. Yeah. And so I'll I'll spend some time and I'll I'll just I'll just listen to my spirit. And all of a sudden, I just start hitting the delete button and delete it all out. And just you know what? And it it don't even it don't even matter. Pastor, shame on you. Let me see your text. At least I don't send mine. Let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. Let me see what you be sending. Y'all hear what I'm saying? No, nobody's exempt from this. Nobody's exempt from those soulless hits that if you don't have your guard up, especially it has hit you, and it, it, sometimes it knocks the wind out. Where did that come from? That's not who I am. That's not what I meant. That's not what's going on. And you, and you want to immediately defend yourself, but a lot of times when we defend ourselves, we want to pull the other person down. And it becomes a tit for tat. So we should go to God before we go to people. Learn how to just pause, folks. Just learn how to pause. Listen to this to help you. Prayer should be our first response, not our last resort. Prayer should be our first response, not our last resort. We should be praying first instead of doing something and then having to pray about that. Hello. Before we tell somebody off, before we send that email, before we talk bad about a person, before you yell at your children, pause. Can we can we can we try that? Just say pause. pause. Ooh, pause. I was looking at a movie the other day, uh, Will Smith movie, and uh, he and I think it was he and his son. And his son would have to do, do uh, this, this journey to kind of rescue them from a crash landing. And one of, the, one of the training routines was is when they began to get anxious and when they began to not think straight, the idea was take a knee. And so he had lost communication with his son. And his son, he could see what his son was doing through this, uh, through this uh, closed circuit kind of thing. So he could see what it's, and his son was just having a fit. He was just, he was losing it. He was out there all by himself, didn't know what to do. What he came to get didn't work. He was just going. And, 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 uh, and Will Smith back at the, uh, at the command center just saying, son, take a knee. Son, take a knee. And all, and all of a sudden it seemed like the son heard his dad, didn't really hear him, but kind of heard in his soul or remembered his training, and he paused and he took a knee. And in that taking a knee, he could see things more clearly. And he could make a better choice in his situation than when he was all anxious. And see, if we can learn how to do that in life, just when things get high, when things, pressure comes on, when, when stuff starts happening, just pause. You don't have to take a knee, but just pause. I just need a minute. So, if somebody comes around the corner on your job and says something sharp and, and, and curt and, and, and rubs you the wrong way, you might have to say, Let me use the bathroom. Whoo, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you that you're my helper. Yes, and then come back and deal with it. Yes, See, I'm just trying to help you. Yes, but is that too much to ask? But we feel like we gotta react in the moment. And sometimes that's the worst time to react, is in the moment. Philippians 4 6, or what? what, Philippians 4 6, let me finish this and we gotta go. Uh, Philippians 4 6 and 7, you can look at it on the screen, says, Be anxious for what? Nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And check what check out what happens and the peace of God and the what peace of God and the what peace of God, which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Everybody say pause. Pause. If we can take away just that today. It'll help us live life that, that much better. Just give me a minute. When the text come over, just, just take a minute. When the email comes over, just take a minute. When the children are off the chain, <laughs> y'all know what I mean by that, right? Take a what? Minute. When you can't stand your spouse, take a minute. Amen. Just pause. Amen. God, what's my responsibility? in this situation, when a person cuts you off in traffic, pause, it's amazing you can go off with Christian radio on, you got XM praise blasting, somebody cuts you off and you go off, off, where's the spirit, where's the spirit now? Take a pause. (laughs) Y'all hear what I'm saying? So point number one is this, folks. We got number one, look within ourselves. And number two, talk to God about it.